Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of the Full Cast and Crew podcast. Today, I'm very pleased to be welcoming my two guests, Heather Thompson and Marianne Sirk. Heather and Marianne are two extremely talented comics and performers who I've had the pleasure to know and work with for many years. In fact, they starred in the very first web series that our company, Meeting House Productions, produced way before anyone ever even heard of web series. I want to say it was like back in 2010. There wasn't even an internet then. Anyway, they'd come up with a really funny concept for two sort of unemployable losers couch surfing in Los Angeles with dreams of becoming models, but no, not bikini models or swimsuit models or high fashion models or any of the other kind of more established modeling careers. No, their two characters wanted to be print models, catalog models. So we shot a very funny series with them, which you can see on the uh, Chuckler Comedy Facebook page or website. If you search for print models, it's up on YouTube as well. Heather, I'm going to read from her quoted bio because I found this online for one of her appearances. Uh, She must have written this. It's hilarious. A classically trained actress and gifted comedian, Heather Thompson, has the kind of performance skills that make you wonder, is that girl acting or just crying in public? Her uniquely honest, tender, and endearing presence on stage quickly earned her the nickname, the sweetheart of stand-up. She has performed at the Hollywood Improv, UCB Theater Los Angeles, the Comedy Store, Bridgetown, and for a lot of gay men. Frequently raw, poignant, sad, sweet, honest, and hilarious, her act recently prompted one fan to ask, you're really funny, are you okay? Heather is great, but she's so glad you're here to listen. That says it all. As for Marianne, you've heard her on the pod before. She came on and we discussed Dirty Dancing, which is a great episode of the podcast if you haven't heard it. Marianne, I'll read from her bio. Marianne started performing in theater during her high school years and hasn't stopped since. She started doing stand-up comedy in New York City in 2000. Since then, she's appeared on VH1's I Love the 80s, I Love the 90s, and I Love the 2000s for the trifecta. She was a longtime cast member on our show, True TV's World's Dumbest. She's been on Comedy Central's Live at Gotham and on the BBC's The World Stands Up. She is now the co-host of an afternoon radio show, Kirk and Marianne, on 98 Rock in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, They also have various social accounts that they're going to plug at the end of this episode. But we're here today at Marianne's Witchery to discuss the movie Practical Magic. It's a film near and dear to Marianne and Heather's hearts. And so for them... And for the pod, I took one for the team and watched all of Practical Magic. I was not immune to its charms, as you will see. So two really, really interesting people who make me laugh every day on social media. And hopefully you'll enjoy our conversation today about Practical Magic. Hello. What's up? (laughs) It's probably like a year to the day since we last. Oh my God, it is. When you risk your life to come in and... Record a podcast. <laughs> Worth it. Here figured she comes. She woke might... up. She figured it out. <laughs> she actually got up early ah! to do this. Hello. I see you. <laughs> wow. <is> trippy. <laughs> Did you just get up? Studio set up, Marianne. Yeah, this is my radio work area. <laughs> you, know, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I have to go get my water. Hold on. Yeah. Right, pivotal. Background. 
Oh my okay, gosh. I miss cute. your apartment. It's so cozy. Apartment. Thank you. Yes. It did. So I've gone like twinkle light nuts because I bought a bunch <laughs> for Christmas. And yeah. then I found the red and green stuff. So I didn't look totally insane, but I uh-huh. left up all the twinkle lights because I thought they're so pretty. It and does. It works. I left yeah. mine up too. I think it's going to be an all year round thing. Yeah. And I mean, who couldn't use some more, you know, sparkle right now? <laughs> now Although I feel like I know your apartment from uh, from all your social media posts during your quarantine <laughs> isolation, which has been, I think the two of you are probably my two favorite uh, social media follows. Really? I feel like all I do is put oh, political stuff. So- all right, let's jump I into Prack Mag. Okay. Okay. Just so what? I know, this is only auditory what goes on the internet, right? It's not. <laughs> no, we're live right now. <laughs> Video is live. This is, this is NBC. <laughs> it is auditory training. only. It's auditory only, correct. I mean, I have to be careful about like a nipple slip or anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow. Can't wait for your take on Crack Mac. Wow. Uh, did we watch the same movie? I think maybe she watched the X she watched the X-rated ripoff version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Midnight margaritas. <laughs> I have I have designed a burlesque dance. That's practical magic theme. Okay, so we're here because Marianne cooked up her own witch's brew and spell and cast it upon both of us <laughs> so that we could be here to discuss what I believe is her. I don't know if it's your favorite film, but it's like one of your most important films in your life. You've, you've told me for years, this yeah. has been a topic of conversation <laughs> and it took a pandemic and me basically not being able to really book many other episodes to finally yes. be open to recording and watching Practical Magic. So here we My are. My plan to start a pandemic worked to get you to see the movie. Sorry, world. It had to be done. The Owen sisters are two beautiful witches. Woo! Hang on to your husbands, girls. With one wicked problem. She has the worst taste in men. Any man they fall for falls victim to a deadly curse. Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is bound to end up six feet under. And as hard as they try. Oh my God! They can't keep their loves. I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Look out! Alive. It was an accident. It was fate. It was the curse, wasn't it? Now, a detective. Is he cute? In a very penal code sort of way, yeah. Is looking for answers. Did you or your sister kill James Angelo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the only kind of magic. You just look familiar. We never met before. I would remember if we had. That can break the evil spell. What would you do, Joey? What wouldn't I do for the right guy? Is the magic of two people. Magic isn't just spells and potions. Who discover the power. What I'm saying is, I'm a witch. You know, all relationships have problems. <laughs> of true love. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Practical Magic. Okay, so Heather, have you seen Practical Magic before? 
Yes. So I think you're thinking of this as just Marianne Smilm and you got it all wrong, bub. I am also She's a white long, lady. Long time practical. Oh no. I am you are with two practical magic nuts right now. All right. right. I just want to make sure. I'll let you guys talk and I'll check back in in about an hour. And, <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. I can't wait to hear your take on it too, Jason. We need an audience for the reenactment. Right. Um, <laughs> you might, I you might have a role. I saw it as a teenage girl and have loved it ever since then. I own it on DVD. Um, <laughs> I saw and, you watching the, uh, you were doing the quiz on the DVD <laughs> last night. Oh yeah. Because the quiz unlocks, unlocks um, like special little documentary about the making of it, which I didn't oh. even know what I would get wow. when I put the right herbs in the cauldron. Um, oh, I've been to the I, town. I don't have that version. It. It's on the DVD. There's a special, there's a special feature where you put herbs and other yeah, ingredients into a cauldron in a special order. And once you do so, it unlocks the making of DVD. Well, Marianne. Now I, I know, know what I'm you... getting for my 45th birthday. <laughs> Pay attention, Robbie. Easy yeah. one. Lay up, lay up birthday present. <laughs> he is a subscriber to your pod. So yeah. <laughs> um, so Heather, yeah, wow. been, Heather and I, then we have the same, I saw it in 1998 when it came out. I was a big fan of the book. I actually read the book first, Alice mm -hmm. Hoffman. And I was mad when I saw the movie came out. I was like, no, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, they're going to ruin it. I didn't want, I didn't want to love it. And I saw it with my boyfriend in Times Square and loved it. Different than the book, but still beautiful. The music, it kills every woman. Come on, Stevie Nicks, yeah, uh, yeah. Faith Hill. <laughs> who I'm not even a fan of, except for that stupid <laughs> song, The Kiss or whatever. Um, who doesn't want to live in that house? The featured Joni. home. It's got Joni. Joni, yes, Case of You. The home that they, and now I've, Heather will speak more on the house that's featured in the film, but the house is a part of the movie in and of itself. Like it's a character in the movie. Sure. You know, they say New York City is a, is a character in Sex and City. This house is just swoon worthy for ladies of a certain age which is me <laughs> and heather you saw the house no i didn't see the house oh, so the town. here's the deal on the house i went and saw the town they filmed it in the house doesn't exist i hate to break right. parts right no but that's what right they did was for the movie they built the shell of the house and they filmed it in the san juan um islands the town center is coopville but the house i think they just chose a really good peninsula uh, in the oh you know, Washington state islands. And yeah. they built that shell and they filmed all the exteriors around the shell. And then the interiors were filmed in like Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Basically they said they couldn't find a house that had everything they wanted. So they sort of cobbled together the perfect house. And it is like, that's my favorite. Mm. I'm an interior design nut. And I love that. Like, I don't know what you call it, that aesthetic, but like that Old timey witchy, Call it, yeah, witch modern witch, uh, yes, mod, mod witch mod. I don't know. <laughs> this will be a this will be a new Instagram account from Marianne to go with boho <laughs> mod blog. There's my latest. If you <clears throat> notice the stripe I painted, that was love it. I'll have to have a screen grab of that so people can see how right. uh, it's very Zoom seventy like Zoom the TV show. Uh, Before your time, sorry. No, no. What's the show uh, with Jim J. Bullock? Well, what's the, what's the, the deal? Sitcom. Uh, the sitcom. Oh, yeah. That's. Yeah. What was that? You know, uh, in the, in the blonde girl. Who's, and the, who's the, who's the, no, not who's the boss. Who's the boss. What's the deal? Yeah, who's the... It's a question for sure. <laughs> Do we, yeah. And it's got Ted Knight, right? 
Yes, yes, and he's a cartoonist. I right, hold on, hold on. This is the you part gotta, when you play you when move. you when you play this. Everyone is screaming the answer. I and, know it's so and, frustrating, and I have to I have to like Google Shoot, it. Okay, give me just the first word of it. It's it's um, it's AMJ Bullock. Yeah, okay. let's make it. It's not um, Alf. Oh, I know. Okay, give me the okay. first word. It's got four words. Yeah, and. It let's see. I'm trying to think of a hint. Um, this one would day be at a time, not one day no, at a time. Close. Life, life, something live. No, okay. No, nope. give me one word. If I give you one word, you're gonna get all of it. Oh, no, I can't really give you one word. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and give you it would be akin to if you took a, a train today in the pandemic yeah. and somebody uh-huh. was not exercising proper social distancing you it, they would be maga was the that? title of this show <laughs> alabanya yeah um, close very close very close too close for comfort yes congratulations yes. that felt good i'm so yeah. glad you didn't give me a better yeah. clue but you too said close, close for comfort yeah yes, wait yes. what is it what is the connection to too close how do we get to too close this for wall comfort? this wall remember the stripe wall in the girl's apartment that when i was oh, I a girl and that. i would watch i'm like that's cool and it was in my head and here and you so are now you live it yes so yeah things influence me jason okay. from my past like prac mag Prac mag. Um, Does anyone else call it prac mag, or is that your own? They should. Oh so my god! So let's see. I saw them so nineties, and that it is so nineties. So the, okay. So wait, let me say this too. Since we started to do this, I rewatched it Thursday. I haven't <laughs> watched it in a in a while. It's not like a year. At least thing. a month. Yeah, I know. It wasn't my <laughs> monthly Thursday viewing. I haven't watched it in a while, and I legitimately said. Did I, am I going to outgrow this movie? What if I watch it and it doesn't, have you ever done that where you watch a movie and you're like, I used Mm -hmm, to love this movie and, or you relate to a different character. Mm -hmm. And I was legitimately scared. Like what if I've, I have evolved quite a bit through the years Mm -hmm. and maybe it, no worries. It still does it for you. Oh, the music, the clothes (laughs) now are back. Like the tank tops and long flowing skirts with sneakers Mm -hmm. now are in the hair, the goddess hair that they both have. My God. I mean, they were in their prime. That was no fillers, no Botox for those actresses. True. I just watched The Undoing. And mm. Nicole, this is a different Nicole. Yeah, fair to say. Absolutely. I think it's amazing that Nicole Kidman in this movie just spent 18 months previously filming Eyes Wide Shut with oh. Stanley Kubrick and Tom Cruise <laughs> and going through an emotional hell. And and this this is the movie she chose to do Cotton subsequent, which is like, I'm just going to get together with my girlfriends and drink like tequila and just walk through a movie oh without really having to worry too much about it. Right. That's an actress right there. She could That's truly do both spectrums because I feel like they're such good actresses. They brought the fluff level down like they grounded the movie. Their relation, their chemistry is so great. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to agree with that. And they're such good actors that the scenes had way more weight than they should have. I mean, the you know, the movie was all over the place, but they made it work. Yeah. I mean, look, we're Sandra's not here to have, we're, we're not here. Cries. Oh. We're not here to talk about my feelings about this movie. Oh, yes, okay? we are. No, that's I cannot not, wait that's to not, get your take. <laughs> that's I not what we're here for. Yeah, we're here to discuss the phenomenon of the film and its okay. importance to you guys. That's what we're here to discuss. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm ready, but I do I do want to get your take. So then two other girlfriends of mine, Stacy, redheaded Stacy on yes. Facebook and Denise loved it. We made a, I made a board game in Manhattan. I was in my twenties <laughs> and I made a board game that had reenactments 
wow. Wiccan, Wiccan facts, quotable <laughs> quotes. And uh, there was one more category. I can't remember now because my Stacy has. Oh, you could have marketed this. I know it's cute. And you, you know, you have game pieces that I made out of styrofoam and we would reenact them. We'd be like, okay, reenact the beetle death scene. And we'd have to guess. <laughs> it was fun. Okay. Wait, I, I, let's, I want to discuss the curse a little bit. Um, plot because as, as a filmic plot point, I'm just not quite sure that it hold, holds up for me. So who placed the curse on this family of women? It, it goes back to the first scene of the witch that's being hung, who was sort oh, of like right. sleeping with all the men in the town. Is that what we're saying? Well, that that's what the what curse? Said. I'm wondering if you were playing with your phone while watching, because I feel like they made it pretty clear. Okay, <laughs> so the first witch gets her heart broken, and then she places a curse. The one they were the going to hang? The yeah, the one they're gonna hang. Okay. Um, Did why hang. you know it's Disney because she doesn't get hung. The rope breaks. True. The like rope breaks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Runs off. But, okay, uh, so she places the curse on her own future no, lineage. Um, sort of, but it, I think the curse intentionally was just like to never love again. But then she was so depressed and crying so much, and there was so much bitterness that the curse got twisted to mm. kill any man who loves an Owens woman. Hmm. That is sort of dumb. That is sort of like self, you know, you're hurting yourself. Why would you do that? But she just hated all men, I guess. Which answers your question, Jason, does this apply to women? Like what if one of the witches is a lesbian? Yeah, I texted to, I texted to both of you last night. I said, so if one of those women fell in love with another woman, would the death beetle come out and start clicking and then it's also over? Or is this really a male centric? Maybe that's more an issue for the novel. I don't know. Maybe that was her plan to drive all the women to date women. <laughs> it had sapphic uh, intent. <laughs> it was. And then all the uh, women just kept on dating. Yeah. <laughs> the plan would have worked, but then darn Aiden Quinn showed up oh, with his Aiden gorgeous Quinn, 90s even... self. Uh, Sally, whose car is that in the driveway? Wrong with the Arizona plates? Oh, that's my car. Oh, that's your car. Mm. Huh? Plate number 229 MOB? Uh-huh. That's James L. Angelo's car. Come on now. We we stole it and it's a crime. I know this, but 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 he basically kidnapped her. And it whoa, whoa, whoa. We, He kidnapped you? Well no no, no he, he 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 didn't he didn't really kidnap her. He just he sort of like a, just a, a little nap. No, she she was there was a car and she, she would it, you know what thing she what what happened was that she she just, you should know she has the worst taste in men. She, right. <laughs> well, you do. So, so anyway, I, I picked her up and I drove her right back here and, and we would be so happy to give him back his car because it is a crime. And as you say, you, you, you just don't know where he is to just got a little, oh, mm. give him back that car. So basically nobody knows where he is. I'm sorry, what? So you don't have any idea where he is? Mm. God dang. The man, man in this movie. Okay. First Ooh. of all, all of uh, them are dreaming. Mark, Mark, Mark Feuerstein, however you say that name, that when I saw him, I just burst out loud laughing because <laughs> yeah. I would never know that guy's name, but he's been acting for probably 30 years. Right. And in the 90s, he was like everybody's cute wannabe boyfriend. Mm hmm. And oh, that's the first husband that dies. The first husband that dies. Yes. Which yeah. was just so jarring in tone. Like one of the strange things about the movie is just you're, here's this like, idyllic family with the adorable two little girls and mm-hmm. like 
Wham. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's also the apple apple cart. The apples in slow motion. Do they? Oh, my God. Griffin done. Yeah, Griffin destroyed, but you see the apple cart get destroyed, and you know. When they throw the apples up in slow motion, someone has died in a movie. (laughs) But that's also the beauty of this movie is that it is real life. I mean, there's also, uh, (laughs) he gets killed and there's abuse. There's like legitimate, uh, you know, domestic violence. She gets put, Nicole Kidman as a black guy, you know, and gets beaten up by her boyfriend and then they murder him, granted, by accident. So, I mean, there are some heavy tones here. Too. It is a little heavy. It's. A, I think we could charitably say the tone of the movie is a bit all over the place. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, when you were like, is this okay for my daughter? And mind you, I don't have kids. I like took a minute and I was like, I don't know. Because like one yeah. moment is like the twinkly, happy, yeah. right. made by Disney, but it feels totally. Disney. Yeah music that you, that's very hocus pocus that's very magical halloween and the next yes. minute is like this man he's like if i can't own her, yeah. then i choke her till she doesn't exist yeah, <laughs> true. Like, yeah. Okay. in retrospect i'm glad it wasn't a family watch last night because oh are you okay i didn't know definitely not appropriate for a nine-year-old um, oh what what isn't appropriate Oh, I don't know. The Goran, Goran Vizjic, Vizjic, you know, domestic abuse scenes. The, All right. You know, the, sometimes kids the just gloss over that. battery, like. But it's so quick. I mean. It's, <laughs> like a, you, well, I, so in other words, you're going to show it to your daughter, even though she's only four. Oh, yeah. But. And I've shown her other movies that are like probably pretty bad. And she oh doesn't God. seem to have a lot of questions. So I just you're, feel like it doesn't register. Is the. Your your daughter's gonna be like the worldly daughter at school. Like when right. kids know what something means, they're gonna be like, right? Uh, She's gonna be like, does anyone else like Michael Antonioni? Uh, <laughs> I find Red Desert to be overrated. No, she's, no more, she's, crack she's more gonna she's more gonna be like fuck. <laughs> you're making it so sophisticated i was like other kids are going to come to her when there's like i heard my parents talking about sex stuff yeah and she's gonna be like oh she'll be like well what words did you hear exactly <laughs> i'll give you the the lowdown <laughs> fine let her be that that's even better than your be dorky cool, kids that won't know anything <laughs> now sure be cool. marianne um and I, I'm, I'm not leaving you out of this question, Heather, but I'm ascribing the ownership of the film to Marianne for oh. the purposes of this podcast. Does it trouble you that on Rotten Tomatoes, the film yeah. only has a 22% approval rating? I thought the audience reaction was like 77%. Was it not? It probably is higher because this seems like one of those movies. Let's look it up. Right. Um, no, I know critics didn't like it. In fact, I remember one critic saying... Uh, Roger and Ebert or something saying it's too adult for children and it's too childlike for adults. That is true. Yeah, and you're it, right. It's it 73% audience score, 73%, okay. 22 yeah, on the critic. <clears throat> the schizophrenia of the movie, I think that that's the, um, the adaptation went wrong because the yeah. book is the book is actually a lot darker and they glossed over it. And like you said, one minute it's Twinkle Lights and mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell and then it's a man beating up a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't know what it is. It's four different movies in one kind yeah. of. And, and I'm the older characters disappear for the back half of the entire movie for no real discernible reason. Like totally they, clean they, up your own the, mess. Like the reason they leave is to teach the the sisters a lesson. Like yeah which that to was me weak. That always kind of smacks of sort of like a screenwriter who yeah. paints and himself into a corner up. and doesn't really know what to do with to have these all the characters kind of interact faithfully throughout the screenplay. So he just sort of like 
well, let's get rid of these two pros that, you know, oh. a, a better screenplay probably would have found a use for them throughout the movie, like a B or C storyline that they could have been working on behind the scenes. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. yeah, I think, um, but it's Nobody not a- Nobody would have been mad at more Stockard Channing. No, Diane or Diane Weist. I no. mean, it's kind of amazing to have all of these, these are all actors of real caliber. I mean, your four main, they're all amazing, like very competent, very good at uh, playing. In fact, playing all the different tones that the movie ends up hitting. They're they're all really good at that. It's not like Sandra Bullock can't do the serious stuff as well as she can do the slapstick comedy. And Nicole Kidman can do everything there is to be done. So they have the capability. I don't like Nicole. Nicole doesn't resonate with me as when she does the comedy lighter stuff. I didn't like it, but she's so good at just being still. And it's just so deep, like immediately she can drop in real fast. But then when she tries to be silly, Sandra Bullock does it better. That dances both worlds, I think better. And like I said, Hope Floats, Prack Mag, those were Sandra Bullock crying scenes <laughs> that ladies everywhere just, it just triggers all of us into, <laughs> I cry like that too. Yeah. Oh. yeah, This movie is so much for white ladies. It should come with a bottle of rosé sure, right. and a cell yeah. phone pre-programmed to dial 911 for a or Karen call. boyfriends yeah. <laughs> oh no, we're not Karens. That's, no, this I'm, is the I more were... mystical white lady thing where you're just oh, like, Yeah, yeah, it's the white lady who dabbled in Wicca. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's both of us. That's I have both a of you. Wiccan books. To, yeah, we're not asking <laughs> to speak to management. We're like hoping you find your path. <laughs> I'll be casting a spell on you so you you will change your behavior. So, I did cast I did go through a Wicca phase and I cast a spell a couple of times and it worked. One was a manager at uh, uh, Friendly's where I worked. It was my first waitressing job. And she was a bitch to me. So I did a white light and love magics because Wicca is all good. It's not bad, as we know from the movie. And it was a good, I I put a spell on her. So wait, she she was mean to you, but you put a spell on her to turn her nice? White light and love. You wish that because when someone's mean to you, it's because they're broken. Right. So it's like, you're my sister. I wish you well. Sure. Even though I hated her. Yeah. And I had, we were up at my family's cabin and we needed like white oak or something. And there was that tree up there. So we all, everybody was a little drunk and they were like, we'll do this spell. And we, and my whole family was like, so mote it be. And they were laughing, but I was like, thanks guys. I actually did need that. And she got promoted and she never bought, and she got moved to a different location. Did you tell her? No. Mm. Bye. Good luck. I, my you should have went work. to the dark side of magic. No, I don't do no. the dark side. Then another time I cast a spell on a guy. I took a pink candle, wrote his name with a pin nine times. That <laughs> felt creepy. Anointed, anointed it with honey and rose water and lit it every night for nine nights as the moon grew. And by the ninth <laughs> night, when I blew the candle out, he was right there next to me. Come on, he was not. For real? Yes, he was. I dated him for a year and a half, and he did not like that I cast a spell on him when I told him. <laughs> Wait, did you So you told him? When did you tell him? Oh, <laughs> like a year. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I cast a spell, and he got mad. He was like, take it off me. Take it off me. I'm like, Jim, it's so dumb. It's just silly. But he didn't like it. Wait, so I hate to was- pop the balloon here of your magic, Marianne, but I mean... You are aware that any teenage boy, if you just went up to him and were like, hey, you want to come over tonight? Exactly. He's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> I did. So also I'm not so sure that, that your your candle magic yeah, really. It was the candle and that I slept with him. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe it. I know it's so true. It's, it's so easy to get a, gr- a guy to come over, but 
What <laughs> I got him for worried? a year and a half. Hmm? Was he worried that his feelings for you weren't real? Like, yeah, this worked and he'd been tricked <laughs> yeah. into loving you. Yeah, you get in my head. Yeah, get out of there, man. <laughs> I go, I don't know how to reverse it. <laughs> now, Heather, Heather, you talk a lot on social media about your dating travails. Have you have you really done the work and tried inscribing names and candles? I mean, it's easy <laughs> no, to sit I, there and complain, but are you putting in the, the work? work. <laughs> no, I mean, I've just been, you know, like on the dating apps and working yeah, on myself, You need but, candles. No, no, you got to get candles, man. <laughs> you have enough candles. I've never liked anyone enough to write <laughs> To cast a spell on them. <laughs> so I have this problem where I get embarrassed alone a lot. And by that, I mean, even if I know I'm totally alone, I imagine that there is a secret camera filming me and all these people going, wow. what a fucking freak. That is deep, man. Like, that is yeah. deep. Is that wow. like narcissism or? It's like, like reverse narcissism. Talking- <laughs> yeah, it is. But like Low if I was every night writing someone's name on a candle and doing a little ceremony. <laughs> the audience would die. I feel like I I uh. just could keep doing it every night because I would feel like somebody somewhere knows this is happening and it's oh. and I have to This is fascinating. I've never heard anyone describe that level of uh of yeah, yeah, it's like a weird paranoia. You're right. So, I don't know if it's paranoia. Feel, it's feel this way like you're not all alone sometimes and you're like even though technically I'm alone, this is embarrassing and I'm going to stop. You never oh, have that. Oh, like, hmm. No. No. I don't think so. I've done embarrassing things too. No, it's never stopped me. That's doing me time, it. you know? Right. And I mean, yeah, not only was I not embarrassed to do it, I'm telling you all about it too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I am embracing. Look, Heather's, Heather's been inside by herself for the better part of a year. We have to be understanding. I know. Heather, she took I think one you should put trip outside. A, you should put a grocery a garbage bag over you and give somebody a hug. Like you should figure out a way to have touch. I mean, I guess, but it's hard because like other people don't seem interested and I don't want to be the weirdo who's like, I know you're in a pod, but I put a garbage bag over like Marianne, you just like, <laughs> consider touching anyone outside your blood. Oh, wait, you, know? you could I would double mask. Do. She doesn't have to wear a garbage bag for crying out loud, Marianne. She could just wear a mask is sufficient i mean you don't have to just for that extra level heather i, I think you totally i think you wanted to you wanted to do it because you want to see the image right, of her in a true. garbage bag wouldn't being you hugged. feel so safe i mean if you were embarrassed <laughs> to do something in the in your own home why don't you put one on now and give yourself a hug over here where they're like get heather to put a garbage bag on herself take a photo of her my other plan worked her other plan is wait marion has to go get a candle and a pin she'll be right back hold on i'll do the spell for you then heather don't i don't know if that can work but i'll do it on your behalf please actually of all the worthwhile things you could do do a spell to get me a hug but it is awkward when you're in a like sort of pod by yourself because I will occasionally social distance see friends who yeah. have a family or in like a pod with, you know, like loved ones, blood relatives. And I don't want to ask for a hug or, or even bring Aww. it up because I feel like they then would have to either say no to me or be like, mm. I have to discuss it with my husband and mom and maybe not their kid because their kid is a kid. And uh, they're not comfortable with it. And then it's like this sad thing where there has to be a whole thing. Where they say no. To decide if Heather can get a hug. Because I, I had never asked, but I've definitely had people be like, I'm sorry, I can't touch you. And I'm like, so it's just sort of assumed that it would be so much of a thing that would potentially just end in no, that I'm not. Oh, wow. Mm. You've already yeah. been how rejected. About, <laughs> how about a how about a life-size pillow? Um, I mean, I have a lot of pillows. In my <laughs> I have a lot of life-size pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
not have you seen? Wait, let me just the viewers can't see it, but check out my couch. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. You do have a lot of pillows. Yeah, those, I mean, those have been I hugged. Have, yeah, and I sleep with a heating pad every night, and it's not for any muscle aches. How about a weighted blanket? Do you have one of those? Oh yeah. No, those but I have great. thought about it. I have one. It's life changing. What about a pet for crying out loud? Uh, yeah, there you go. I don't know. I you can't just, commit to a pet. Kind of. I don't know if I want to take care of something else right now. I feel oh, a little boy. overwhelmed by me. Like, <laughs> but it would give you love. It would give you love. Yeah, it would give you unconditional love. Yeah, something And like it that. would get you out of the house if you got a dog. Yeah, I mean, I leave the house. And you'd meet with- other people, other pet people. You'd right. Meet them. These are good ideas. Maybe do a spell for a pet and just see if yeah. one drops into your lap. All yeah. Right. A little lap dog. I could see. A little dog, dog would be adorable, Heather. Seriously. Yeah. Come on. Think of the content alone. You content. Fluff out my social media. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what? I just think it's time for a wrinkle. It's time for like a, a turn, and I think a, a pet. We're a year so Heather, in. Did you never do Wicca uh, spells? Actual. Um, I mean, I feel like you always go deeper than I do. Um, <laughs> do I? I, <laughs> no, I feel like I had a phase in middle school, which I think would have been before the movie even came out where there was like a Wiccan girl in our school and I was sort of intrigued and maybe I borrowed a book and I half read it and I bought a pack of tarot cards. Like I've always been like, kind of thought it was cool and any witch TV or It's definitely not cool, but uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I went to the next up. I went to Wicca shops in Manhattan down in uh, the Lower East Side and bought uh, mandrake root and powdered mm. cat's eye and- They don't have you know, that. They do. It's it's an herb. It's not oh. an actual. Oh, okay. And it honestly, I stopped doing Wicca because it was too expensive. Like these herbs were so <laughs> pricey. The cost like, of entry was a barrier for me. Yeah. Oh, but there is one great spell. Next time you're at a wedding, you take a piece of the wedding cake and you somehow put it under your pillow. And that night you'll dream of the person you're going to marry. And it'd be in a Ziploc bag. Yes, something. But I feel like I would just put it under my pillow, get frosting in my face, and then have a weird dream about Muppets or something. (laughs) Well, that's fun too. Wake up coated in ants. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what's another, uh, uh, just to redirect back to the movie for one second. Yes. How dare I? Um, I was struck thinking about how different it is now in that I don't think there's any way that this movie would get made now without a woman directing the movie. Mm. Like we still have a very, very far way to go in terms of, you know, equity and parity in terms of who gets to direct movies. But I think there's a lot more female directors now than there were in, what is this, 95, 98? 98. Well, it came out in 98. Yeah. Like and why was why is Griffin Dunn directing yeah. this most female centric oh of movies? Not that he does a terrible job of it per se, but it's just really not, like in the wheelhouse of him as an actor or a director. You know what I mean? Right, like, it's right. just kind of funny that, I mean, it's not funny. It's obvious why that ends up happening because mm. in that time- women can't handle it. Why would we hand the keys to a, you know, $15 million movie to a woman? What's she going to do with it? But it's just kind of like funny to think now that I don't think that would ever happen. I think there's no way this would ever be directed by a man now. Mm-hmm. When I put the proper herbs in the cauldron last night and unlocked the special feature, they did talk about the director and interview a lot. And I was kind of with you. I was like, this is like such a female centric movie. He had to mansplain how girls should act. Women should (laughs) act. And you can see behind the scenes with him and Sandra and the, you know, and he's kind of, oh, and they also said this was kind of adorable that he acted alongside the actors like if you looked over at him in the monitor while they were doing a scene he was sort of mouthing how they should do it 
Like mm-hmm. when I used to do dance classes, the teacher would do the dance on the in the wings, right. you know. What? Like so he was like giving line readings? No, it's just no. I think like, he was mouthing the words along with them. Yes, he was mouthing with emotion, um, whatever their line was. <laughs> he was mouth emoting. <laughs> mouth acting. He mouth acting. Yeah. Teachers where they're just like always complimenting each other, and you're like, yeah, okay, you're like, this is not the truth of what's going on here. I'm sure they all got along fine. I mean, it's probably not a. It's probably not a dramatic set, right? But it did seem, I mean, he did seem like a nice guy for a man. Um, but you're right. I think if it was saying these days, it would kind of be like automatic. Yeah, we need a female director. Totally. And no people of color in the movie, which all None. of that always, None. Uh, always stands out to me now that I realize. I know. You know everything <laughs> I watched growing up is whitewashed. It's just totally. all white. So that's a bummer. And no meth for Washington State either. It's very inauthentic. Very few meth. Very at least in in any quaint seaside town like that, there'd at least be a couple straggling Toothless. along. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, yes, I think it's supposed to be New England. Oh, like it is you, supposed to be New England. You're uh, right. Well, even more so. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been in New Bedford lately? My God. <laughs> because they say when she goes to pick up her sister, she says, "I'm going to Logan." Mm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, so you know I, what? Let's be let's be grateful they didn't do any horrible East Coast accents. Right. <laughs> Right. We're no? wicked, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jason asked, like, what is the witch community? How do they feel yes. about this movie? I never Googled it. I forgot to oh. ask, but I don't know. And but so also, Jason, I want to hear your take. I mean, was oh, it you really know, gag no, worthy? No, no, for real. Go ahead and say. I mean, look, what am I gonna say? I mean, I've seen far too many movies to sit here and tell you that it's a good movie, right? <laughs> but Did it it's make not... you feel warm and fuzzy? Did you like the tone? No. no. <laughs> No, I mean, it's, I understand why it is what it is for you and for the millions of people that enjoy it. I'm not a heartless monster. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed very much watching Sandra Bullock. I, I enjoyed Sandra Bullock the most mm-hmm. because I felt like her, her character is the type of character I gravitate to in a movie more so than like the wantonly self-destructive showy Nicole Kidman character who's mm-hmm. like out ruining her life in a you know some kind of some kind of like Ted Cruz Cancun with sh- sketchy guys yeah. you know I don't know what that whole scene was mm-hmm. but I'm sort of like oh okay you're gonna do that with your life go ahead <laughs> um so I most I spent most of the movie just kind of thinking about Sandra Bullock and thinking you know I texted a friend like why is Sandra Bullock never found love you know, in real life, in real life. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, had, she had that terrible. I was thinking about that. Yeah, that guy she had that terrible divorce. And then I don't really know. anything. Did she? I forgot that. Oh, yeah. What? With the guy that was with Kat Von Tees. And then he had like a Nazi. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot that whole chapter. Jesse. Yeah, uh, like affair you're right. Jesse James. I hate when that happens. Who just keeps on does not work out it's a little painful to watch because you're like it's such an idealized version of love i 100 percent don't feel life. bad for sandra bullock like i refuse to feel bad what do you mean <laughs> she's you mean in got, real life yeah in real life like oh no i'm not be, saying feel bad for her i'm just saying it's mm, just like why did you know, it work out well yeah. no it's just one of those act actor things you know i think with mm. perform you know creative people performers whatever it's like you know, some, there's some damage there. I mean, it's not natural to want to get up in front of, you know, thousands of strangers and seek their approval. Oh, like, 
Oh, I don't know if you know that. Interesting, Jason. Interesting take to tell two comedians. No, it's true. I have a joke about that. And it's the truth is that I had such a good childhood. Like my mm-hmm. mom and dad ate meals. You know, we had dinners. Mm-hmm. We went on vacations. Everything was good. Yet something must have gone horribly wrong because, you know, I, here I am in front of 10 people a night sure. begging for them to go. <laughs> right. You know, and <laughs> I always think like there's going to be a moment with Dolly, my daughter, that I'm just going to not be paying attention. I'm just going to be like, I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not good at sports or whatever and not even thinking and boom, she's a stripper or whatever. No, I don't think so. No, I think that you're comedians because you're funny and you're good at it. And it's humor comes from a perceived lack, I think, of something else. Like we believe we're lacking in some other areas. So you compensate, I think. Maybe, but I think it also comes from being highly attuned and aware of your surroundings. And so I I think a lot of comedians, you know, they have that kind of, there's the old saw that's like, oh, you know, comedians are all fucked up and dark and twisted people. But I also think I know many comedians come from homes where difficult things were going on. And if you Mm. come from a home like that, you become highly attuned to your environment. And if you're highly attuned to your environment, you're highly attuned to those little quirky, weird things of everyday life. Like Heather just talked about going into a social situation and kind of wanting to ask someone for a hug, but then going down the spiral, <laughs> spiral of how yeah. all the ways I could go wrong. Like that's, that's, that's the best spiral. That's an intelligence and an active imagination <laughs> applied to funny, little, weird, quirky human moments. I think that's really what underpins most comedians more than being broken. That people are know? watching her on a camera somewhere hidden in her house. Yes. Like who would, who would think something like that, except a very active, imaginative mind. Um, So yeah, I did watch the movie and I really, I was like, wow. Remember when like Sandra Bullock was a Mm. major massive movie star. And I always like to think of these movie stars in these eras. They're so era specific sometimes. And she's obviously transcended that and continues to you know, be hugely successful, but has she not? Her, what is? Wait, how I don't think so. The 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 remember the remember the Netflix horror movie the where oh, yeah, bird, uh, bird. birds or whatever. Oh, bird box. I couldn't watch that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to get. It was not good, out. but I, I she was fine in it. That. Okay, but yeah, she's she's had a career, a multi-decade yeah, oh, yeah. career. For you know, sure. speed. Yeah. yeah, and then it moves on. So, yes. But she's so 90s to me when I watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's yeah, just like yeah. the 90s-ness of it. Oh my God, what a decade of just horrible things going on in so many ways. Like, um, Which but, it takes 20 years removed to see the 90s. Like, <laughs> you know does. what I mean? Like, I didn't understand what the, would define it. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's so 90s. Yeah, like Mark Ferristein's character walking in those clothes that he's wearing. Like now it's comical how yeah. bad those 90s jeans are. But at the time, it's just like, he just looks like, He's a really well-dressed 90s guy. Yeah, same with Sandra Bullock you know? with her mom jeans now are all yes. the rage. And I remember <laughs> and those clunky time, shoes yeah, like that she's wearing. Yeah, the big platform sneakers yeah. with the skirt, yeah. Oh, and the so, cardigans, all the bad cardigans. I yeah, <laughs> Love them, it, they're it really giant. Is, it is The giant comfy cardigan. Louchy, it comes yeah. with its own mug of tea. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Attached, it was stirring itself, of course, <laughs> yeah. because it's magic. It was a little off track, but I randomly started watching Desperate Housewives like this past week. <laughs> oh, you isn't that from early 2000s? It's from 2005, and you don't think of 2005 fashion necessarily as being like that 
crazy or removed. But then I watched this and I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck was everyone wearing? <laughs> oh, what are some fashion, what are some fashion hallmarks from the 2005 waist, era? Right. Low oh, five low waist. Cut jeans. Yeah. Um, little matching tank top and cardigan sets. Yeah. <laughs> be, being bedazzled. Why necklaces? Yes. I don't know if you remember the why necklaces where it was like, it would like go like that and then it would, it would make yeah. it basically. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it feels a little similar to the 90s vibe of some of these movies, but it's kind of its own thing, technically. Yeah, 2005 might as well be 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, it almost It is. almost is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk again about Aiden Quinn real quick. Um, <laughs> Speaking he, of the 90s. I know that they <clears throat> were confused on like, what is he? The salty, salt of the earth, uh, tough cop? Or is he the dreamy far away look you know sweet sensitive guy listen i was i was there for both who was confused by that the girl the sister <laughs> him, like when i watch it, i'm like so wait what is he supposed oh to you be? mean the movie is confused yeah the by movie that. oh okay like, he's, i guess he's supposed to be all the above i mean God. Mm. and i love of... that he only has one green eye and one blue in one scene and <laughs> yeah i kept looking at the eyes i was like the eyes are the same i yeah. thought it was brown and blue why didn't they just make it brown and blue which is the more obvious two different eye colors to have isn't yeah, it like slightly more green and blue. isn't that what bowie has Oh, yeah. brown and blue right jarring and green and blue is just sort of like interesting. green and blue is sort of like i'm looking at the eyes I'm like he doesn't have his eyes are the same color they were yeah, except for that one moment i was trying to think like is Aiden quinn a good actor or is he just mm. really handsome i liked him That's in that good. movie i gotta say as someone <laughs> who likes the little cowboy theme on a man yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> Really you thought he wore it well? <laughs> we have- His accent was actually pretty bad, though. Come on. That was a pretty bad put-upon <laughs> well, accent. Uh, um, I didn't mind. The bad boy that they, the bad boyfriend <laughs> that they kill has a whole, like, Russian cowboy thing going on. Yes. strange. And then Aiden Quinn has this whole, like, <laughs> like, light cowboy thing going on. Like, you're like, okay, a cop who wears, like, a denim button-up shirt. Sure. <laughs> and it's kind of random because the whole other thing has, like, this New England witch vibe. Yes. <laughs> got like these cowboy boyfriends <laughs> that is another one of the things i love about it well that, like, he comes from another state he's from arizona he's from arizona yeah so that, at least he's not wearing like what are those terrible jeans that people wear and he's not showing up in like true religion bedazzled jeans. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and goran viznish is like is his his, his batshit crazy louis lamour speech like yeah d- did tarantino do a rewrite on this that was uncredited because <laughs> Uh, but that scene in the car is so weird. And and then <laughs> when when he really and his sisters. And then when he <laughs> when he punches Aiden Quinn and like I guess grabs his heart or something, but yeah. the star is that oh, because no. Sandra Bullock put a little put a little something curse or a little remember when she took his badge and she sort of like ran her finger across? No. Is that why it burned to the hand, or is it because he's pure or it's, something? Like it's the symbol of a star is yeah. what did it so he probably would have melted wow. if he had seen like that's as deep flag. as we're going with the magic <laughs> star hurt bad ghost oh kill me wow well, whatever i mean they're all bad guys are killed actually in that moment i thought aiden quinn, stupid. i thought aiden quinn was going to turn out to be a male witch i thought he had witch lineage that's why he repelled wow. the Warren. that's what i thought oh my and then i was and then when that didn't happen i was sort of like oh it's just a star. I was kind of disappointed because I thought he, I thought that was going to be why he and Sandra were, were bonded because no two witches they had, don't need 
It's like bewitched. He's the non-witch. Oh, you can only have one one witch per family. Performers in a couple. One headshot household. Doesn't work. Yeah, one headshot household. (laughs) One witch household. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny that it's just a start. I so he could never like look at an American flag or like eat lucky charms or like stars would always Mm. kill him. Yeah. Right. And I also think for a movie about ostensibly sisterhood, right? Yes. Like, that's the whole underlying thing here. Mm-hmm. I know you're saying they had great chemistry together. I actually didn't think they had great sisterly chemistry at all. I thought they felt very disconnected from each other. They pledged to die for each other with blood, like several times. <laughs> yeah, but times. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it because I was like, look, Sandy's doing well. She's got a candle shop. She, her life is fine. Like, you, if you want to go destroy your life and get burned with signet rings in the backs of, like, Grand Torino's with dirt bags, go. <laughs> yeah. Like, just get out of my situation because I'm enjoying my life here in our beautiful seaside Victorian home with our two crazy aunts. Like, I just didn't think that she had a lot of space in her life for Nicole. Well, that's why they had a big you fight about it. You dysfunctional sibling who's tried to ruin your candle shop, Jason? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're so shop. I was so mad when she was smoking in the shop. That that really <laughs> bothered me. And when she was, that's another thing you don't see in a movie anymore. No, like, so true, yeah. Like, you can't smoke in the candle shop, like the white floor candle shop with Chloe Webb stocking the smelly candles. You can't <laughs> smoke in there. Yes, I you love know? her. She was such a 90s state. So 90s. I think that's like where the Griffin Dunn character movie. I think the Griffin Dunn influence probably comes in some of the casting of kind of these great, the ca- yeah, casting these was great so actor great. types from his era, you know? Right. And I love that cell phones weren't a thing. So they just relied right. on like telepathy for a lot of things, like where they just had to. <laughs> like you can't come text back. and be like, <laughs> to be fair, though, there was one point in which Nicole saved Sandy when she's in her bad depression after the husband. Yeah, dies. that's true. She said, get up and when brush your she... teeth. Oh, I don't remember that. In Under person or in her mind? Under the she sheets. She drives and... all night. And yeah. When oh, yeah. The driving scene. Yeah. OK. All right. Now I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, my attention may have wandered a bit. Throughout yeah. And then screening. they had a big scene but... where Sandy yelled at her and was like, you know, you, 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 I'm only here to clean up your mess. You know, they, they, they right, that's it true. out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Weird. Sister I guess they were spark the sparky moments. I were you're right. Were a little more sparky. Um, like what about the young Nicole. girls? I like the young girls were good too. Yeah. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, and Camila Cabello or the other one turned out to be famous too. I'm pretty sure <gasps> she did. That's Camila yeah, Cabello. No, it's right not now. Camila Cabello. Come on. The I singer. It was somebody Camilla else. Cabello was born in like 2000. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe not. I might be wrong. But Evan but Rachel Wood, that was a that was a she's bit. I mean, a star. she's in the news now for yeah. In Westworld, <clears throat> she's so great. In Westworld, she she was a good. You mean Alexandra Artrip? Who Is played that the Antonia? Other one? The little mm. girl. Yeah, never mind. Is she mm. famous? At all? <laughs> um, no, she this done? is her last movie. She did three <laughs> movies. Uh oh, sorry. She had a good Wait, run. I want to make sure we're not forgetting who you're. T- maybe you're talking about someone else. Caprice yep. Benedetti? No. Mm. No, I was just thinking that the other sis- young sister. Wait, I know no, what you mean. A- I think she looks. No, she looks. Bullock. Doesn't she look like Winnie from Wonder Years? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, she looks like a couple different people. Because I remember when I was watching it, and I figured out that Evan Rachel Wood was the young mm. girl. I was mm-hmm. like, who? Maybe the other young girl is. Which led to me guessing, which led to me having a memory that it was actually somebody. Yeah. You know, good on Evan Rachel Wood for surviving childhood acting life and continuing to be successful. Well, right? did she, though? I mean, she ended up. What do you mean? 
having quite a big bump in the road dating Marilyn Manson. You know about all that now, right? Oh, yeah. I guess that just came out. You're right. It's well, horrible. she's on the other side of that. That's I hope, survival. Yeah. yeah. Right? But that was a bad run. That was from well, being look, a child actor. What the fuck do you expect if you date Manson? I'm sorry. I, I mean, I get that it. The best. Like, it's horrible. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, geez, it's not like you're dating, you know, Donnie Osmond. There was the best meme about, uh, boy, you know, people realizing Marilyn Manson's really bad and all moms in the 90s being like, you don't say. I thought I saw something up about it. Yeah, but it that's... seems very cartoony with him. I almost thought it was all put on. I know. You kind of you, you kind of hoped that it, he didn't live the life, but apparently. It's so over the top. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean. I'm bummed just... that you didn't watch this movie with your family, though, for sure. Like not even Amanda, like your wife could have loved it. She can't stay awake during a movie, number one. So mm. in the evening hours, that's just not going to happen. That's true. I'm like that too, but <laughs> you could have started um, fired like it up. I need a, a clean, I have to have a clean, I have have a clean one. Yeah, well, it's on my laptop. Did you bring yeah. any popcorn or do anything? Mm, I had no a little tea? bowl of pretzels. I had tea. I had some, I had some green tea. That makes it even more sad. (laughs) Full of pretzels just made it more depressing. Yeah. You didn't watch it the right way. No candles. No, I'm not going to light candles to watch a movie. Just write a name and a candle and light it up. Oh my God. Heather had like 500 candles going in her apartment to watch the movie. Not one name written on them. (laughs) I hope I don't die in a fire and miss the podcast tomorrow morning. By the way, someone on your, someone on your post actually had the temerity to say, you didn't have enough candles. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. I know well, you I just got up. You probably haven't checked your socials yet. <laughs> no, I did. I did check. I mean, it's the, really the only human time I get. I check as soon as I get out of bed. <laughs> but, um, it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas. I'm like today. And what's terribly sad is that sometimes a man will just say something really mean to me. And I'm like, time to get some people time. And I go <laughs> log in. And they're like, you oh. Oh. And I'm like, you were going to be my only... <laughs> Human. <laughs> um, anyway, we had a planned power outage in my building, so I went oh. uh, to the dollar store and I bought like fifteen candles because because I'm wow. not true. The planned power outage was from ten p.m. to five a.m. And I'm like, that's not going to work for time. you. Yeah, that's, that's middle of the day. Three a.m. I'm going to be why television, no light. Is the is the nocturnal thing a result of the pandemic, or have you always been that way? Um, I've always been a little bit that way. Like I've always been a night owl and then everyone knows stand up usually makes yeah. you an actor. And, but then I have an upstairs neighbor who is so noisy. I tried to talk to him about it. It did not go well, but Mm-mm. it's a mostly stomping and also moving furniture and sometimes playing music, but he's quiet from like, he's loud all kind of throughout the day, but then he's quiet. He goes to bed around 10 or 11. So from like 11 on, that's when it's like peaceful for me to be in my apartment. Mm. Mm. So I kind of started getting nocturnal because it's like not even that much fun to watch a movie or watch TV while he's doing whatever he's doing. Interesting. Mm. So it's a good chance for me to get like a couple hours of peace in my apartment. And then in the morning I put on white noise machines and I sleep through whatever he does. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Fascinating. So when do you sleep? 4 a.m. to noon? It depends. I go to bed usually sometime between 2 and 4, and then I usually get up sometime wow. between 11 and 1. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Different world. Different life. Yeah. Those and are... those. Are... anything I have to be up for. It's sort of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. What will you do when life resumes normalcy? You'll, you'll, um, will you stay I'm... on this schedule? No, I'll have to, I'll have to go back to having a more normal schedule. I also, think. by the way, Heather, 
These yeah. are cat hours. It's going back to the pet thing, oh, okay? Cat right. sleeps all day, wants your attention all night when other people are trying to sleep. This is why you, a cat would be a really good solution That's for so you. so true. Oh, maybe, because I was debating like cat or dog. And one thing that makes me nervous about a dog is that I really do love sleeping in. And if the dog was like, I have Yeah, to they yeah. want to get up early. Yeah. Cat sleeps all day. Literally, yep. the best yeah. life to be reincarnated is as a cat in a loving home. There's no better <laughs> life than that. Right. Yeah. I'm team cat for you too now, Heather. And of course the witch name that would go right together. Yeah. And you know what? People don't want to adopt black cats. Right. So there's probably a a little adorable cat just waiting to be part of your household. You'd have to be careful with the candles, of course. But other than that, (laughs) I think it would be a good setup. I like like it. it. Yes. If you can find one. I mean, it's hard. I think a lot of the shelters are empty. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And you like, you like our cat Lucky. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, Lucky's very cute. I hate litter boxes. That is a thing. Litter robot. We'll get you a litter robot. If you get a cat, you'll get a litter robot. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what that is, okay. You never have to touch the litter box. All you have to do is pull the pan out, tie the bag that has all the stuff in it, and throw it away. And then you all there's you never come into contact. You don't have to scoop. You don't have to sold. Yeah. Our cat so we'll, goes on a zip line. You know, we have ours on a zip line. <laughs> he wears a body harness and a zip line. And you just send him out into the yard? Free. Yeah, but he's not. Do you let your cats go outside? Only on the zip line. <laughs> and the zip line is the length of, uh, we have like a quarter of an acre. Oh my God. So he's, he feels, he's fine. He, he feels that he's free. Yeah. And it's just a I suggestion. Love- he can get out of the harness. Uh, you taking your cat on a walk with the harness that I yeah. saw on yeah. social media? I felt like that's a very wicked thing to do is have a harness for a cat. And go By the way, that's all Robbie. I'm highly allergic, but so I stay away from Bimmer, but Robbie's trained him to be, he can roll over. He can do, you know, give me tri- Like he does everything like a dog. So what does Robbie wow. think of practical magic? That's actually very interesting. So he had to watch it with me Thursday night. And I and he's, I said, have we watched this together before? And he goes, I can't imagine how we haven't. But he <laughs> he was down to watch it. And he's like, this is a great movie. It's very pretty, Jason. He's open-minded. And he goes, it's such a pretty movie. It's entertaining. Pretty? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does he mean well, by that? I don't know. I didn't dig deeper. Pretty in emotion or pretty looking? Like Looking, yeah. It's like a yeah. well-composed movie. You know, there's, it's mm. just uh, the tone of it I get. And I love, I, I think that's where I slip right in. You know, where I'm like, I just mm-hmm. want to be in that world. Yeah, sure. just like I want to own a soap store. Yeah, it's like, like the town of <laughs> I have to say, I was talking to, I had a six week virtual romance with someone in the pandemic, like Zoom dates and that kind of a thing. And um, she really loved Practical Magic. And it was very random. Oh, and I, and, yeah. Um, and I was so, I took that as like way, I was just way too excited about that. Cause like, <laughs> it was like, like I remember we were having a Zoom date and I was like, I don't know. And then somehow practical magic came up. Because <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. Somehow, somehow it came up. Yeah. My poster. Um, <laughs> Do you like practical magic? Yes or no? <laughs> it's a deal breaker for me. It's on your profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you could tell that her you could tell that her love for the movie was genuine. Yeah practical magic themed wedding right oh that's beautiful (laughs) would definitely consult yes (laughs) and um anyway so she loved the movie 
which I wasn't expecting because I've been on dates with girls before and they're like, that's the dumbest movie ever. And I'm like, <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, it didn't work out. And while it was ending, I was like, I'm so sad that it didn't work out with the person who understood practical magic. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough pill to swallow. Oh. Yeah, you know there what? are more out there. There are definitely there are more, out more there. women out there <laughs> like practical magic. Not hard to find. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it would be butch women, and butch women aren't necessarily going to be. Oh yeah. Oh, it. is that okay? Yeah, they're not going to. They're not necessarily going to get it as much. It, it's it's not really like um, I don't think of it as a girly quote unquote girly movie per se. Like it's a it's, chick it doesn't... flick, right? I mean, yeah, it's for sure a chick flick. Rom-com chick flick. I think Any I think other... of it more as a rom-com. Yeah. But I guess that's, I guess those darker, overlap. Though. Yeah. Well, like actually, we said, it's schizophrenic a bit. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say this. I think if it had avoided the Aiden Quinn thing, it would probably have ended up a better movie. Like You're it's not more alone. interesting yeah. to me to think about yeah. the sisters, the children, the mm-hmm. aunts, the town. I'm more interested in that than this dumb cop relationship, which is like, wait, I have to arrest you for murder right after I throw you up against the wall of my mm, motel room, yes. like on my crime scene photos. Best That's just part. That doesn't really work. You know, uh, you're not alone thinking that. I just, I, I think someone review, I read some reviews just to see where it was mm-hmm. in the world, just to get an, an a glimpse. Mm-hmm. And somebody mentioned that too, that it was not needed. I disagree. I, mm. 80% of the movie for me is Aiden Quinn. His really? dreamy what? eyes. It, he doesn't. 80%. Mm, no, really? you're like 60. We'll say 60. That's like a, a crime against 60. That's a crime against feminism you just committed. <laughs> I don't care. Well, that's I'm what I'm in wild it for. About, I'm with Jason. Like, I'm into their really great hair. I'm logging out. The beautiful, out. <laughs> the, beautiful <laughs> the, the beautiful background. You know, they painted the town white. The movie <gasps> came in and oh, they did? The town it white. wasn't white <laughs> enough. <laughs> it wasn't white enough. <laughs> the cast wasn't white <laughs> yeah, enough. <it> <laughs> But like if you go they to did the a good job. Now, like we get all it. All the buildings are kind of different colors, but you notice the town right. is like pristine, cohesive white. Yeah. They they paid and were like, "Hey, can we paint all your buildings white?" That's you know, cool. to give them the does the money. town does the town like make a virtue of the fact that the film was shot there, or do they not really care? Oh yeah, because I went there this year for my birthday, and yeah. um, they were. It was the twentieth anniversary was coming up because my birthday was late September, so like Halloween was coming up, and they. I, they had like a little walking tour and like, it, it would have been better if COVID hadn't been happening, right. but they were going to be doing like an outdoor viewing of the movie. Oh. And I don't think it's always that big a deal. I think it was mm. the 20th anniversary. No, wait, really I'm sorry. It was 98. So it wasn't 20, 2018. I just uh, did some math. No, you're right. Wow. But I don't know why when I went there this year, they were not going in the Wiccan to- calendar, Marianne. Yeah. I got to change my <laughs> tattoo. I got the, wait, year did they have a pop-up for Bina shop? Like did did, no. did they have pop up Sandy shop? No, they That'd didn't have cool. that. But it oh, was that would have been impressive. Like, yeah, I definitely saw like flyers around of like such a good idea to do a pop up. But did you see other people like yourself strolling about in in tank in, tops and long in, skirts? You know, like obviously <laughs> into this, or were, were you just sort of like uh, strolling no. by just, <laughs> like a <laughs> wink? I, knew of. I mean, did you I have a cart of apples? <laughs> no. I mean, if you can't that find a girlfriend great. there. Yeah, yeah, I so that's your. No, and I had my mom, t- and I was going take a picture in front of me in what was her like soap shop, but it's something yeah. else. Like, oh my right god, now. what did your mom think? Was she down and with the whole my thing? Mom, or what? 
No, my mom had seen the movie and she was just generally like, I mean, you know, in a pandemic, you know, your standards lower for something to do. She was like, yes. okay. Okay, yeah. that my sounds dad, great. My dad was the one who was really confused. He was just sort of like, holy <laughs> why? So Wait, do they do they live in Washington State? Yeah, they live. So I went up and I stayed a month with them in the pandemic, uh, you know, just to get out and uh, that was more feasible when the numbers were lower. So mm-hmm. I went this summer and I was. Oh, so you're not, far, they're not far from the actual town. Yeah, they're not far. From, so like, you know, I was going to have my birthday while I was with them and they were like, what do you want to do? And I love like adorable seaside towns. And so I was like, maybe we should just take like a day trip and just like, you know, have like a picnic lunch in a seaside town. And then I was like, wait a minute, isn't the practical <laughs> magic town? Close wait to a it? minute. And it was like with the oh, ferry, God. two and a half hours. And yeah, the whole island beautiful it was really lovely this uh that town and dollywood those are the two places i've got to see before i kick it those are your bucket list yeah in america for sure (laughs) yeah did you you listen to the um did you listen to the jad abumrad dolly parton podcast this dolly in america yes or america's done yeah, whatever it is, I did. Very good. It Very was really good. good. They did. Yeah. They did. Uh, Heather, you would like it. Um, back when I was driving a little more, I was really excited about it. And she yeah. is everything they said that she's 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 America's the best. sweetheart. Yeah, she rides right down the middle. Nobody really knows where yep. she falls. I've heard rumors that she's a lesbian, and I think that's mostly from gay people who want her to be part of us. But also, um, I think she's I've read a lot about her. I think she's had a very open marriage and that she goes all over the place. And this is a fact because someone we all know, Jason, knows, has met her. She's covered in tattoos. That's true. The tattoos is well known. OK. What's the podcast it, I got to find? Oh, Hollywood? it's um, Dolly's it's called America. It's called God. It's Dolly's America. Or remember something. we could we could remember stuff. Yeah, hold on, I'll find it. Like I always say, it's often a podcast about the sound of typing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Dolly Parton's, it's called Dolly Parton's America. <clears throat> okay. NPR. And um, it's really good. It's it's kind of, um, do you ever listen to Radio Lab at all? Mm, no, but I think I know what it is. Okay, so it's, Jad Abumrad is, is the main host of Radio Lab. He's a really interesting radio kind of creator. And he has this bizarre family connection to yeah, Dolly Parton through right. his his life growing up in Tennessee where his father was a doctor and ended up being Dolly's doctor and so it's and this, friend and friend and it's this really interesting both survey of her life and career but also kind of how she ends up meaning so much to so many different groups of people and, and it's an academic view too because yes, they start is, yeah. to there's there are classes taught about her and in that perspective, and uh, it it delves into a lot of different areas I wasn't expecting. And whenever they try to kind of over-intellectualize her, because yeah. they interview her, she's just not having it. And she yep. doesn't she doesn't go there well, in a really know. kind of interesting way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's cool. Oh, yeah. She got a lot of tattoos. Sleeves. Yeah. That's why she always yeah. wears... To look more all-American or whatever. Yeah. She covers... Yeah. She wears long sleeves to cover them. Oh. I think to Marianne's point, like I've always heard, I think those rumors have always followed her about, you know, what's going on in her marriage or what's going on in her personal life. It's a weird marriage. Yeah, it's different. And, you know, if the ta- the sleeve tattoo thing that's covered up is such a fascinating analogy for that, if like that's really going on underneath the veneer of what Dolly puts forth, it's kind of interesting. But I think that's part of her 
part of what makes her amazing is she owns that without leading with it. You know what I mean? Mm, like mm-hmm. she, she is herself and she doesn't, she's not waving any flags to say I'm this, that, or the other, but I think yeah. you can kind of tell there's a more complicated and interesting person than the persona she puts forth, which is very calculated and not in, I don't mean that in a bad way. She also, I read her autobiography where she tells all and tells nothing. Mm -hmm. And she's also in interviews. I mean, she's talked about having like sexual experiences with her siblings, you know, like she grew Mm. up in the backwoods and she would, she would essentially say it without saying it, but laugh it off. And then you're like, okay, well, you had cousins and uncles visiting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very strange. And then her husband, yeah, they married when she was very young Mm -hmm. and she's talked in the book, in the autobiography about having relationships with Mm -hmm. co-stars and everything. But Mm -hmm. again, it's like so ambiguous. You're like, did I read that? Yeah. Interesting. She also, um, we did an episode of the podcast on nine to five, which was her very first ever acting role, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's really good in it. And she stands toe to toe with obviously people like Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Dabney Coleman and other scenery chewing actors and really does a phenomenal job as someone stepping into that world for the first time. So, Yeah. Dolly. Yeah, she didn't even you know, know that you shot in or in order. Right. She, yes. Yeah, that was, she learned everything on the way. They should have found a role for Dolly in Practical Magic. That you know, well, Southern it's very witch. Steel Magnolia vibe. She was in Steel Magnolias, right? And she was great. So I could see her in that, even though it's Haven't not seen Southern. Why would I have seen Steel Magnolias as a fifty-one-year-old male Married American male woman, Jason? Because you no, live seen. in this world and you talk I about seen, movies. I haven't seen beaches. I haven't seen steel magnolias. I haven't seen, you know, oh, you're lost. you should do like a chick flick podcast where you just are forced to uh, watch the chick flick. Yeah. Oh, God, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't huh. demand much, but I do I do require some things from my movies. Okay. Yes. If I'm gonna give them my time. I Judgment. Need. Yeah. This movie this movie had just enough. I could I mean I, I would have stopped watching. I've done that. I I would have still recorded the episode with you guys, but I would have turn the movie off if it really was too just unwatchable fluffy, yeah. no yeah. not even fluffy I, I'm, I'm, you turned it off i would have told you, you yeah i would i would have told you yes <laughs> i would have said to be honest i stopped watching after about 20 minutes i've done that before so on what the podcast kept you what kept you in it um i guess there's just enough to keep it burbling along like it never really goes off the rails that's, great. that's all i you ask know, it, it kind of holds itself <laughs> that's together all I ask in my movies and that's and i was just kind of i was curious to see where it was going and then it kind of became fascinating because it would it would pick up these fully full storylines which in any yeah. other movie is like the whole movie is the goran viznich nicole kidman relationship and the witch sister getting her out of it that's a that's plenty for a movie <laughs> But that, nope, we're going to leave that. And then we're going to go he's dance gonna, in the kitchen. With we're going to come over here. And then he's going to come all the way back. And then we're going to get back into that. Then we're going to leave all that behind. And then there's a romance. And then, yeah. so I was sort of like, whoa, this movie is like careening around the room. And so that's many how weird women places. talk too. We go all over the place. Like, <laughs> we're, you know what I mean? So it's like, ah, I followed it. Yep, yep. There we are. There we are. Now we're here. And then it's okay, like, all of a sudden, it's like the exorcist where she's got like, she's possessed. And yeah. then it all comes back to the phone tree. Yes, yes. And that was sort of a fun cartoony seance. But they said when they shot that scene, like really weird things happened uh, during the shoot, which you hear that a lot when you even pretend or dabble with the other Mm. side. Things happen. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. You know, you said before that you didn't think Nicole was 
at her best in some of the comic scenes, but mm -hmm. the classroom scene where they're doing, Oh yeah, that was good. That, she's really good in that. And she's like, I didn't do that. And then when they're like, uh, whatever Sandra Bullock's character's name is, is the top of the phone. Jillian, tree. Yeah. Sally. 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 She's like, okay, that was me. That was funny. That was did good. That very well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was her almost being the way I want. I don't want her to be goofball when she tries to be, yeah, over the top goofballs when I don't buy it. But I like her when she's sort of hold on to your husband's girls. <laughs> that I love that. As watch that as a woman forming is the epitome of sexy. Like I've always been like, if I could ever be the kind of woman who could wear those <laughs> tight little pants with their stomach showing and then swivel my hips and go like I'm yeah. sliding. <laughs> so funny as girls. Yeah. Like I, I was a teenager when this came out. So I watched that and I was like, I gotta be like Nicole. <laughs> That's something too, Robbie and I talked about. I said, so this was my ideal in the nineties was this waif, no mm. curves. You know, that was like why I always wanted to be like super, super skinny and hate, you know what I mean? Cause that was the stupid nineties mm. except for Anna Nicole well, Kidman. Know, it's funny watching both this and Anna Nicole Kidman <laughs> or Anna Nicole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, That's I a frightening mashup. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Heather. Oh, no, just watching this and Desperate Housewives. To me, the women, the act, lead actresses in it are even a little bit skinnier than I think things are today, which is oh, funny yeah. because I think things are mm. still generally pretty skinny today. And I didn't think of it as being worse. But when I watch those shows, I'm like, whoa, mm -hmm. I think these women mm. are like... It was like Kate Moss. Yeah. Way too skinny. They're uh -huh. really, really yeah. tiny. Like, it's like you have that sternum popping a lot. Right. We skinnier were watching than me, even. <laughs> <laughs> still fishing for the skinny compliments years later <laughs> never goes away never <laughs> um we were watching the crown last night or we're watching the last season are you guys into that at all you we bailed on it the last season yeah you have or you haven't watched, watched last the first three seasons oh you watched the last season but you didn't watch the first three <laughs> yeah I, wanted I love to about you. that's what i love about you heather you're unafraid to boldly go <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought that uh Jillian Anderson looks horrifically skinny to me as uh as Margaret Thatcher. Like she's so it's she she's just I can see her skeletal structure. Your party has won the election. It is my very great pleasure to invite you to form a government in my name. Congratulations, Prime Minister. Thank you, Mum. Please. Your family must be very proud. You've two children? Yes, but grown up now and out of the house. And your husband is retired, is that right? Yes, but he won't get in the way if that's what you're asking. Dennis is very good at taking care of himself. His golf clubs will be in the hallway. He will come and go as he pleases. He knows how busy I will be and how hard I intend to work. To business then? Well, I think maybe they're going for gaunt or something. Was Margaret know, Thatcher? Mar Margaret Thatcher wasn't gaunt. She was well, kind Jillian, of not at all. Yeah, she was well, robust. Maybe Jillian's just gaunt, and I don't know. I just noticed it. I was just sort of like, ah, I don't know if that's part of what they're. I don't think they're going for that because that's not how she looked. Right. Anything, well, she was kind of well fed. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're aging and you're trying to stay Hollywood thin, right? When I try to get down to like a level where I don't have a big old stomach. I will, my face and yeah. will start to look kind of gaunt when my stuff mm. is still there. And so like, if you get down to this level that people are sometimes trying to get women to, 
where other parts of your body don't have yeah mm-hmm. that's true your face can start to really you know emaciated um mm-hmm. so that might be part of what's happening i uh, do you think that in this movie because sandra bullock doesn't exude she's not the sexy sister she's the practical sister mm-hmm. right she's the practical she's the practical <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I think they they did sort of highlight that, but she still looks pretty. She's still pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's still pretty. Yeah. I mean, she's very thin and muscular and toned, and I'm in love with both their hair so much. And oh, I know be, <laughs> the witch hair. Right? That's half the reason I wear my hair extensions is that I'm just sort of like I always wanted that fantasy of that like thick mane. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't be all mermaid that. hair. <laughs> no, no, that's movie magic for sure. So wait, how old is Sandra Bullock in 1998? 20. Six, mm-hmm. like, yeah. If and how old is Aiden Quinn? Forty-seven. Like yeah, those. But those. Oh no, I don't think she. She was not thirty then, was she? Let me see how old she is. I look it up because I looked it up once and I remember. But look up Nicole and. Um, I'm going to say she's like my age. No, wow, she's fifty. No, she's fifty-six. So she was twenty. Thirty-six so then. Wait, no. what year? What ninety-eight? Yeah. Oh, thirty. She was thirty-two. No, sorry, 34. Yeah, she was 34. I was oh. right. Wow. Wait, how old is she? She's 56. She's 56. So she was 30-something. Whoa, that is shocking. That is pretty shocking. And how old was um, Nicole? I, I think Nicole Kidman was similar, like early 30s. Okay. Wow. Okay. Nicole Kidman is younger than Sandra Bullock. Hmm. That's surprising to me. Her She's and her husband have had too much work done. They're messing up their face. I know. I wish God, Keith Urban. So dang, girl. You, know, you know what's weird about that story for me is I, this is like a person I think every time I hear this about Nicole Kidman's face, I always try to tell my, this is like my version of Heather's mind. I go down <laughs> a little step thing about how she just aged that way and it might resemble plastic surgery, but she didn't really do that to it's herself. Impossible. That's what I want to believe. No, I go, your face I go doesn't that. do that. But maybe it's just, you know, she has like bone structure that way or something. No, it doesn't. Um. Age doesn't <laughs> give you lion cheeks. Well, and why would she do that? It doesn't, I don't she doesn't know. need See, to do what, that. So that's well, what like, scares you know, me like, about getting Botox. Like if these famous rich celebrities can't get it right, then I'm certainly not going to find a place that does it well. <laughs> you know, I don't blame her for having it done though. Cause it's so hard when you're on camera and in the public mm-hmm. eye all the time. And we're so mean to women. Like mm-hmm. if I was in her position, I don't know that I wouldn't go get, you mm-hmm. know, stuff done. And I think you start with a little tweak here and there. Yeah, and you do. Like, this isn't too noticeable. And it's hard because some people, like I think Christy Brinkley, I guess I haven't seen her up close. She's in her 60s and she looks amazing. So mm-hmm. um, she must be doing something and it works for some people. And then uh, people. she's definitely gotten some stuff done too. Yeah, she's, she's just terrible. enough. But some people but, get just enough. Yeah. You know, they did this, they did this story on uh, a series I just finished watching, which I loved. Uh, the French series, which in America is called Call My Agent, uh, which is about a French talent agency. It's really, really good on Netflix. I highly recommend it. And one of the things it does really well is it deals with the performing life of of actors and performers who are being told that they're too old or that Mm -hmm. they don't look that they don't look the right way. And there's a whole episode about a beautiful French actress who's essentially told by a producer, like, you have to get this surgery, otherwise we're not going to give you the role. But they play it out very kind of realistically in terms of her thought process. And it's it's really well handled. And it's kind of like a subject that we're talking about that they don't ever really 
sort of put that side of the conversation on the screen in yeah. a fictional way. And they did it really, really well. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, and they sort of so walk much. you through how you're sort of like, okay, yeah. Like you end up, of course you're starting like, oh my God, why would she do that? That's ridiculous. She's well, stunning. Like, um, and then you're kind of like, okay, well, I guess when they put it that way, mm. yeah. All right. You know, so you, you could understand the pressure I'm sure, but there's also plenty of people who age normally and continue to work and for whom it's not a thing. And Nicole Kidman to me would have always been a beautiful person who yeah. has such talent that I'm it's for her. It's I'm not surprised when like Lisa Rinna does it. I'm surprised when Nicole Kidman does it. Right. Cause you'd think you'd want to keep your face mobile, which is what they always say about that stuff. But I'd like to see her age a little bit. Nobody's being fooled. Nicole. We're not like, wow, she's still 34. No, I'm, I'm going to still say maybe she's never had anything done. I want to believe that. Believe it. <laughs> Go for it. Just let me live in my little <laughs> right. bubble. Okay. Totally. She's yeah, all so okay. natural. Wait, I wanted to see husband. how I wanted to see how old Aiden Quinn was because if Sandra Bullock was 34, oh, that's that's actually impressive. I'm actually more impressed than maybe by he the was movie somehow. Age. He was probably 46. So right now, that's how much Hollywood 66. has fucked me up. Let's say Aiden Quinn's 65. 61. Oh, so he was 41. So he wasn't he wasn't too far ahead of her. They actually Aiden were Quinn. matched. God, I love him. What is the career of Aiden Quinn? I bet he's all wrinkly now. Nice and wrinkly. No, he still looks pretty damn good. <laughs> Did he get boat fillers? Well, boat actually, fillers? let's see. I'm looking at him. I mean, he kind of looks the same. Oh, God. Love him. I don't think men, do men get that much plastic oh, surgery? Oh, men get gentlemanly. Like, they get character lines, and it's allowed. <laughs> but women just get Heaven wrinkles. forbid you have a wrinkle on your <laughs> <Yeah>. face. <laughs> I, yeah. Hags. You hag. <laughs> I've been wearing like neck patches to keep wrinkles what? away. Yeah. No, oh, I'm getting collagen neck. What? What's a neck patch? Because Zoom has made me self-conscious about my neck. Yeah, I lost some weight and I have excess skin right there and I see it. And I, so I've been buying these collagen things and you put them on. And then does in the it morning work? it's gone. It does work. Look. It does work, but is it like also, cool sculpting? I've done, I've done cool sculpting. For you did work. that too. Oh, for God. work, they made me do. What do you mean work. for work? Oh, you mean like for as a radio, joke? Uh, for a no, for sponsorship. Like I had to talk about it. Like oh on the my radio. god, yeah, it was bad. And I had was to that get, doctor from the ads there. It was a <laughs> dumb doctor, and they had to made me do um a diet for work, and I had to talk about that. Oh God, and is this they legal? laser hair removal and i had to talk about getting i'm sure know, they like, made your male co-host go through all these same things right yeah exactly i get all the di <laughs> diets and hair removal that's what i get yeah. to talk about and my pillow i had to do my pillow for a year Ugh. i know Ugh. it sucked anyway um cool sculpting wait what were you asking i don't know oh shoot something there about cool some... sculpting but oh, was, the think about the, work. the color oh so uh, one day i didn't wear it and I noticed when you lay on your back, your neck actually <laughs> smooths on its own. Well, it's but called gravity, never, yes. Yeah, and I never <laughs> noticed it. Like, I never looked You just need to hover through life. Right, you know? just constantly. So I realized it's not that they work. It's just in the morning, you're not going to So would you get that? Would you do that? Would you get that, like, whatever they would do? Would they tuck that? I don't know. It's would you not, do that? I don't think there's a thing. This is just a patch. No, there's, no oh, there's always I a thing. for it. Where it's like lifestyle lift or something, and they, oh. they take your little waddle and they not that you have maybe a waddle, like a person's. 
Maybe. It, just, it depends mm. on how it comes out looking, you know? It's I look like, at gosh. some relatives and I'm like, is that going to be me? You know, with their neck. <laughs> so... There's God, also some this take a dark gym. turn. I remember that one of my best friend's moms growing up used to use this chin gym, and it was like a thing you put in your mouth and you like, you go like this. Oh, yeah. We did that on World's we Dumbest. Did a, we did that on World's Dumbest, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I remember like kind of making fun of her and then getting older and being like, oh, maybe God, I should get the chin gym. I remember my <laughs> joke on World's Dumbest for that is I have a facial exercise you could do to lose weight. No, thank you. I don't want dessert. I remember that. That was funny. Because it's in my reel. That's how I know it. That's a good one. That's a great line. <laughs> and it works. Oh my God. That's hilarious. All right. So uh, I've got to go to Home Depot, Jason. Yeah. Um, I got to go do some Florida stuff. What's that? Well, mean? surfing. <laughs> No, just, you know, going outside. Go to 7-Eleven. Flying get animals. Get a hot dog. Is that one? Get a, get a slim, <laughs> couple Slim Jims and a, and a slushy. And a white This claw. makes more sense that you're in a rental now because it's like, it's nice looking, but this it's is, so not what I think your taste would be. <laughs> like, I don't think you would go you like... You don't think I would have a stylized letter B on my shelf? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, randomly. It's, it's random. <laughs> Have random accessories all all beach rentals they feel like they have to decorate it with beach themed stuff like it's always sandals on the wall or not that yeah. that's what yours is but everything i looked at for the beach it's like constantly yeah. umbrellas on the wall mm-hmm. like come on you guys we get it we're at the beach yeah there's not a lot of imagination in the world right. except right here between the <laughs> yes. three of us um well before we go please promote your socials marianne you first all right you got to follow my Instagram boho mod blog because that's the only thing I care about right now. Oh, and my thrifting. We have to talk thrifting, Jason. It's I showcase. All oh, right, your now. thrifting show. Yes. yes. And I showcase everything that I find thrifting. Did you see the towel I got? I saw the towel. Oh my God. I mean, when I saw it at Savers, I did like a laugh cry. I was like, oh. <laughs> It was so beautiful. It was a dollar fifty. It's just, it's my passion. Go to Instagram, Boho Mod Blog, and uh, you can listen to me every day, weekdays, two to seven on Kirk and Marianne, ninety eight online slash listen. You did that very professionally. Thanks. And if you follow Marianne's Boho Mod Blog, you get to basically watch her and her and Robbie renovate their entire home with the Heather Thompson Memorial Hedgerow. Hedgerow. Oh, my berm. Your berm. Oh, the berm. Yes. She's yeah. going to live in there. But she's going to burn. like I'm dying. <laughs> well, it's her Airbnb. Air <laughs> berm Airbnb. and berm. Is she always welcome to come stay and live on the berm in your it's front yard? And, bed and berm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Open door policy. Go ahead, Heather. And Heather, where can people follow your, and I highly recommend that you, everyone follow both of these wonderfully funny people. Your life will be better for it. Heather, where can we follow and find you. I'm on, I'm on all of it. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm TikTok. the Heather Thompson on okay. everything. The no Heather P. Thompson. Wow. But there's no P in the top. That's amazing. You got that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Go follow me on TikTok so I can break 10 likes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have the heart to do that. I, <laughs> no, I think more sad to be 11. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Facebook's enough for me. You know, I'm 51. So I know I've tried to get him to come over. She to the tries gram. to get me on the other. Hey, I'm on Instagram. The podcast is on Instagram. That's true. I tagged you. He'll never go to TikTok. I run my cat's Instagram. Oh, lucky. I yeah. look. 
All right. Heather I'm follows following. Lucky. Thanks for thanks for being on the I team, Marianne. Didn't even know. I'll I'll way go to, follow everybody. Way to support. <laughs> Thank Lucky you, follows Jason. Boho Mod Blog. Hey, yeah. And <laughs> next year at this time, we should do three women because I just watched it. It was so good. Oh, the Diane Weist movie. Yeah. Uh, no, Which, I the, uh, that. Wait, the, isn't that um, Diane Weist? Shelly Duvall. Uh, Shelly Duvall. Why did I think Diane Weist was in that? Oh, well. Yeah, that was because of the Shelley Duvall Sissy interview Spacek. in Hollywood. Sissy yeah. Spacek, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, that was that was a great article that I think great. we all shared and read. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, next year, a year from now, we'll have to reconvene <laughs> in person. Right. Uh, maybe we'll fly out to Los Angeles so we can... Oh my we gosh. Can, we can record in Heather's candle-filled apartment. Right. She'll be sharing with her new... Eight cats. Tactical magic loving partner and their several cats. <laughs> yes. That's that's what she's going to magic into existence. I'm lighting a candle for year. that tonight. Light a candle. <laughs> Everyone light a candle. I'm going to sleep on cake for you. Since I'm too embarrassed to do spells, could you yeah. do some spells for me? A hundred percent. I'm going to look some up tonight. No joke. Well, why, why don't we just put the call out right now in the pod? So when people are listening, you know, if you're out there and, yeah. and you think Heather is, is sounded funny and, and, and interesting, well, you know how to find her now. Right. Cat free home for now. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. This was great. I knew it would be fun. This was a wonderful so conversation. Fun. I'm glad I got to experience this movie. I feel like I know you all so much better. <laughs> you know, the weird parts now, the weirder. Oh yeah. Cause it's so like, normal. I'm that like, wow. Fun. As, as, as powerful and, and feminist as they can be, yeah. they still like this kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, all have, right. These we, are the we're, contradictions we're, of women that I'm still trying to figure like out. Rom-coms and worry about our next skin. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> That was right. fun, you guys. That was fun to Thank spend you. Saturday afternoon with you both. Enjoy. Enjoy the Home Depot, Marianne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.